Ladies and gentlemen, this is the very first, Henry, album first, review. First one. On the One More Time channel. You know, we listened to a fuck ton of music. We were like, why don't we just sit on this pool table and talk about it a little bit? Nobody knew it was a pool table until you just said that. Well, secret's out. This is a pool table. It's just a very, uh, I guess, dressed up pool table. What album are we reviewing today? We are reviewing Come Home, The Kids Miss You by Mr. Jack Harlow, Mr. Jack Harleazy. And we're going to get right into it. Henry, what are your first takes? We just listened to it. We're fresh off of the album play. What are your first, you know, first initial thoughts? Overall, um, I think it's, I think it's like a, it's a solid album. You know, it's a solid project. I, the momentum that I think Jack had coming into this, like this was a big deal. This was his second album. He was starting to break records and, and really break through. And people are talking about, you know, this is the hottest guy out right now. I mean, Kanye said he's the top five rappers out right now. Do, do you agree with that statement? At that point, okay, so I don't know about, so I would say hottest. Easily, he was top five hottest rappers out, right? Because momentum. Meaning all the are, buzz surrounding people Jack. People are talking about him. He's the man, for sure. sure. Easily, easily, he was top five at that point. So I, I personally expected um, a slightly high, high, higher caliber of project, but I had a lot of fun with it, and we're going to get into it. What did you think, Ben? You know, Henry, I mean, A- just like you said, the hype surrounding this rollout, I mean, it was huge, right? He had a couple big singles, um, you know, leading up to the project. Obviously, First Class and Nail Tech yep. were two of the singles that, you know, led to the album release. Ton of hype around those singles. Those caught a ton of buzz. You know, people were tweeting about it all the time, you know, really, really, I guess, hyping up this project for me. And I agree with you. It, it, it was somewhat of a letdown for me. Was it just because it was overhyped, though? Were the expectations too high? I'm, I'm going to say I think that might have been it, right? Because if I would have gone into this, if this was just someone I had maybe just heard about that was just starting to garner some steam, yeah. I don't know if I would have been as critical of it through the listen. Agreed. Yeah, you know, that, so I think it did a part have of it, a, for sure. had a lot to do with it. I mean, you know, when Ye is tweeting that you're top five out right now, I mean, you're going to listen with a very critical ear. So speaking say. of the two singles, what did you think of both Nail Tech and okay. First Class? Nail Tech, spazzed. I like Nail Tech. That's Jack Harlow, in my opinion, in his pocket. Yeah. That is just in his bag. I mean, from the beat selection to the delivery of his artist performance, I mean, it was phenomenal. I had a great time, you know, hearing that on the project. And I think that it was placed perfectly. It was like the second to last track. It's at the end. So they're, they're making, he's making you get through it yeah. to get to that, you know, play. Yeah. That was the first, uh, sing, you know, big single he dropped after his first project. That was, I think, February of this year, 2022. And, and I remember thinking like he needed another big piece of momentum after what's popping, you know, it was, went crazy. The remix with three superstars on it and, he needed some momentum, and I remember that came out, and I liked the song, I liked the video, and I thought, you know, he's he's keeping the motion going, like he's doing it right. He's For doing sure. It how he's supposed to be doing it. But first class. First class is a, is a little more, is a tricky one. That's a trickier one. <laughs> I, I'm not going to lie. Any song that highlights the spelling of a word, I wasn't even a huge fan. This is going to be a hot take. I wasn't even a huge fan of the, Ferg, the Fergie sample overall. Well, listen, there is something to be said about I, I don't mind everyone, you know, people make fun of him. Like he, he barely, he, he ad-libbed the hook. Like, yeah, fine. That's fine. Whatever. It's, if it sounds good, it's good. And the hook sounds good. It's a good hook. It's catchy. Everyone on TikTok saying it, you know, you're going to, you're probably laying in bed thinking about it. <laughs> as much as I oh, was hating on the record, um, what, what O-U-S. were we, what were we humming right before we came on camera? 
first class. That hook, exactly. So I, <laughs> there's only so much bad I could say about it if it's still something that I'm, you know, constantly repeating, to be honest. So I think he did his job with that. You know, he, he's trying to lean into this pop mainstream appeal, like that you can tell by the features he has. I mean, let's just dive right into the features. When you looked at it, Wait, but wait, 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 but on the topic of first class, we cause just because Twitter and TikTok this is a hot hot take, you know. People people are saying that the verses were mid. How do you feel about that? I mean, I, I have to agree. <laughs> I have to agree I, too. I think that the hook, if it wasn't so damn catchy, the hook carried the song. I, I don't think that, you know, it, the song would have been, you know, as successful as it has been so far. Um, and they're not terrible verses, but it it, it seemed less, you know. Yeah, into it. Like, you kind of lose the focus when it gets to the verses. And I think a lot of the songs on the project just were somewhat off-putting for me, right? Just the match of either the beat with the performance. There were a lot of beat switches throughout the project that I thought were kind of random and, you know, maybe overdone, to be honest. So I think that this was another one where, like, he didn't, it, it kind of felt like they just put them together, right? As if he had already recorded the verses borderline and then just threw this sample hook in there, right? Um, that, and that's kind of his style, you know, his style is very much, you know, laid back, sounding, you know, very effortless, but it's easy to like sound too effortless. Like you're, you're like, you just don't give a shit at all, you know? Yeah, you thought it was like, lazy then? The delivery was a little bit lazy? But like lazy can be cool. Like I think 21 Savage raps lazy and I love it. Sure. So there's like a line, you know. So there's something to be said for, you know, does Jack Harlow have his own identity as a rapper? I think he's still finding it. This is only his second project. You know what I mean? He's yeah. got plenty of time. Um, he's he's already, you know, breaking records. He's in the limelight. I think he's in a great spot. But he has to keep, I think he has to keep pushing for sure. Yeah. I think that, you know, with this project, though, there was probably a lot. I mean, shit, there was 10 writers borderline on every song. I noticed that. There's a lot of creatives that came together clearly to to make this project happen. Yeah. And I think that I don't know, I wasn't in the sessions, obviously. I wasn't in the, you know, conversations, but it wouldn't surprise me if there was a lot of influences thrown at this guy, right? Yeah. Trying to influence how this was gonna come out and what it was gonna sound like. Hundred percent. And it didn't and it actually didn't come out for a while. He barely dropped anything, I think, in twenty twenty one. Yeah. Um, you know, his f- the first project was 2020. He he was on uh, the Lil Nas X. Yeah. Industry Baby, which has which like, massive I think, two billion streams on Spotify. 20, 20 trillion streams probably by now. <laughs> yeah. And but besides that, yeah, he was kind of quiet. And then and then yeah, this was the the project I think that he really needed to make a statement. And I think it was a statement. Just maybe my expectations were too high, but it's it's a little like slightly under where I wanted it to be. Sure. So let's dive into the features because yeah. when you look at the track list, what are your thoughts on on who he had kind of, you know, as part of the lineup? So, I mean, on paper, you know, <laughs> yeah. these are like, these are some of the goats. These are the goats. Like, what do you mean? He's got Pharrell. He's got Drizzy Drake, JT, Justin Timberlake, and young Wheezy F Baby, the goat, for real. So on paper, you know, these are four of the best guys you could have. For sure. But let's talk about the execution and and how they actually you know came to life these records with you know with the features. I mean, let's start with the with the. Um, I mean, there was a Snoop Dogg appearance too. Actually, let's let's don't let's don't forget on on Young Harleys. Young Harleys makes a little cameo. He does. It does. It was track two. I was I was a little confused by that. I that that's what I mean with the album all, overall. There was some <laughs> level of confusion I had throughout the project. I'm not going to lie about whether it was the way the features blended with the record, whether it was the beat switches that just confused me once again i'm all for a good beat switch don't fucking get it twisted i love a solid beat switch but i do think that these came 
really rough on the ears. The word is contrived. Contrived, yes. Uh, I'll have sh- to look that one shout up. Shout <laughs> out to just my boy JP, Justin Bajern. Put me on that word. That's a good word. It's like, are you doing something because it's cool and it feels right and you'd like it? Or are you just doing it because you feel like you have to kind of thing? Like, Sure. So it's forced in a way. Sure. And there's elements of that in this project that I yeah. was hoping not to hear. Yeah. And I think that, you know, we all love Snoop D-O-double-G, but he comes on and it just kind of feels as if he got paid to do an ad <laughs> or something. <laughs> Which is no, you know, no disrespect to Snoop. Like, no, I'm sure he did the best he could. Yeah. And, you know, once again, uh, I, it just it just didn't do it for me. And then, you know, the, the Justin Timberlake feature, same kind of thing. Pharrell feature, same kind of thing. I thought that it just sounded you know, a little bit uh, abrasive the way that they blended with Jack's performance. So I don't know if it was something that they, nece- you know, necessarily didn't come with, right? Uh, or maybe Jack didn't match the the energy that the feature had. I don't know. It just seemed a little bit off to me. What about the Wayne feature? You are pr- arguably one of the biggest Lil Wayne fans that I know. Um, He's the GOAT. So were you pleased? Um, I was pleased. Pleased? Just pleased. Okay. Yeah. Just right there at the please. I think it was it level. was about like where you know he he didn't blow my mind. You know, there's it's been it's been some time. You know, he's he still raps, but he's not like that hungry same dude he was. See, for me, once again, grew up on Lil Wayne. You know, listened to every fucking mixtape he dropped. You know, growing up in high school, right? But for me, someone like a Jay Z or even a even a Ye, right? The way that they're still making music and the and the caliber of music that they're making and the features that they have done, they they still got it for me. Yeah. Wayne, it's been tough for me to listen to to Wayne you, features. So you, I mean, yeah, Jay-Z, Eminem, you know, these guys that were you can't deny if you grew up listening to them, but it's hard to say that they make the same type of music, yeah. you know. And I'm not going to be one of the guys that says like he should hang it up. Fuck that. No, never. Yeah. I'm never going to tell someone to not rap. I'm just expressing the fact that like when it's I It's not see- like basketball and you literally can't shoot the ball <laughs> anymore. Like you could talk, right? There you was- could talk. <laughs> Keep rapping, my guy. Yeah, exactly. I mean, shit, look at Dizza. I mean, there's tons of, you know, I mean, shit, 2 Chains is actually, he's like aging like fine wine. I mean, this guy is getting better by each- Verse and he like, like became known when he was about 30. Yeah, so shout exactly. out to you know any of you, you know, 25 to 32 type of rappers that are like, Oh, I'm too old. Like, you know, you could still make it. Yeah, agreed. There's time. Let's There's talk. Time. Let's talk about the feature that had us both in awe. It was the one we had the probably the highest hopes for Churchill Downs with Drake. I, I just feel like Drake had the hardest verse on the project, he absolutely did. I do think that Jack, as much as we've been kind of, you know, downplaying some of his delivery and some of his artist performances on these tracks, I think that with that one, he matched Drake. I think that he started the song off perfectly. It's like a five-minute song when you see that it's song. It's about split like, in half, right? Yeah, he raps the first half. Yeah. It reminds you of some of the old school, like Drake and Wayne, where there were no hooks, where they were just spats. Yeah. And, it, and then there was a period, you know, I mean, that was like 10 years ago. And then I feel like up until recently, there hasn't been a, any artist that can just do that. You need like a catchy hook. So it's cool to kind of hear another song in that style where it's just spazzing, 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 five minutes. I think that, you know, the features overall were, you know, a little bit underwhelming. Drizzy's was actually exceeded my expectations. I'm not going to lie. But, you know, overall, would you recommend this project to a buddy to listen? Would you think it's worth the 45 minutes? It's pretty close. You know, there's definitely tracks that I would recommend. I Do Anything to Make You Smile is one of my favorite tracks on there. 
Nail Tech is fantastic. Um, th- there's there's several tracks that I would, but it's hard to, you know, be like, just press play on the whole thing and, and say it that way. I think I would add many of these tracks to playlists, but I don't know if I would, you know, I'm going to go back and play it front to back like that. It's it's not a no skipper. Right. Yeah. There's skips. There's, there's skips. I think that some of the fat could have been trimmed. To be honest, um, there's a few records that I just think, A, feel random through the listen, um, and they just don't add any value to the project overall. Um, I think that, you know, thematically, it was a lot of repetitive themes, which sometimes can be a good thing. In this case, I don't know if it, you know, hit hard enough when he's trying to, you know, seduce a girl. It's just the whole time he's talking to a girl, basically, the whole fucking project, right? Which, once again, done the right way, I think, can be good themes are great yeah it's great to have like something that ties your whole message together yep but i just think that like it felt like the same thing just in slightly different versions you know and there wasn't really this kind of cohesive story that got told for me yeah i feel like yeah, i was just missing a little little bit of glue jack just put a little glue on that thing just get a little elmer's there jack you know solid not great not something that I'm throwing away, you know, I might come back to it, but once again, it just, it just didn't land like that for me, man. I'm adding some of the songs to my playlist, you know, and I'm looking forward to what he does next. I, I agree, man, for sure. Well, Henry, this has been our first review on the One More Time channel. How'd we do? And as always, if you're not following us already, please like, comment, subscribe to the channel. We're going to be making more videos like this, so we hope you guys stay tuned. We have a podcast dropping every week on Thursdays, the One More Time podcast. We interview some of the coolest minds in music, managers, A&Rs, producers, artists, songwriters. The list goes on and on. On and on. So make sure to tap in. And And until next time. Until next time. Peace. Bye-bye. Oh, all the homie, this shit trippin' off Middle finger to the law